chosen. Thank you, Jesus. We know you are here, Lord. You're welcome in this place, Jesus. You're welcome, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. You are here, moving in our midst. I worship you. I worship you. You are here, working in this place. I worship you. I worship you. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. Glory, glory, glory. Glory be to your mighty name. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Heavenly Father, be exalted. 
be exalted. Be exalted. Jesus. I said it's not about your position. It's not about your title. Thank you, Jesus. Until we drop these things, we won't encounter Jesus really. If we approach Jesus with titles and positions and names, we will not encounter him. So we have to come, drop our titles, oh, drop our positions. Yes, Lord. We can't have pastors and bishops that are, what's the word? Let's lift bishops our voices and thank God Forsake for his goodness. Everything else. Narrow down on Jesus tonight. Bless the name of Forsake the Lord. everyone else. Narrow down on, on Jesus him. tonight. Give him praise, give him glory. Adore Let him, him honor take him. you over. Let in him the name quicken of your mortal body. Father, we thank you. No matter you. what the condition thank is you for the with you, even if your body thank is you tired, your body is sick, thank even you for whatever peace. it is, thank you for your body is tired, your in body is sick, the Holy Ghost oh, Father, can fix you. it. Give you glory for yet another session like the this. The Holy Ghost can fix In the it. name of Jesus. You uphold all things by the word of your power. Christ, Our high tower. You. We give that you praise. Same spirit, Lord, we give not you praise. a fake one. We give you praise. That same spirit that was in Christ dwells in you. So engage that spirit. Let him quicken your mortal body. Let him quicken your spirit. Let him quicken you to yield to the spirit quickly. Because the earlier we yield to the spirit, the quicker we will get in. So let him, let him allow him. Pray in the Holy Ghost, allow him. The quicker we go, the better. Don't look at anybody. Father, we thank you. You want to be a we different you, in Jesus. your generation. We you give want to you make glory, a difference. Jesus. You want to be different. Oh, you have Jesus. to encounter All Jesus. The same way Saul encountered Jesus, you have to. That kind of encounter that changes everything. That when people see you, they will definitely say yes. They will say yes, you have been oh, with Jesus. You. you have to encounter him tonight. In the name of Jesus. Tonight. Exalted. So that we have people that are burning Left for Christ him. and really doing the work. 
adore and him. Not just mouth. Give him praise. Give him glory. The world is waiting for us Lord, to manifest. Truly. Thank you for joy. It's not about having churches Thank everywhere. Thank you for your presence. And no effect. Thank you for your glory. That's not what they're about. Thank you for your peace. Jesus Thank is not you, confined God. to church. In the name of Jesus. Jesus is In not the name of Jesus. Blessed be your name, huh? Blessed be your Every name. Time you put Thank him you in for that enlightenment, O God. Thank you, O God, for spiritual growth. Hey, no, 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 no. Shana nama hoblini miko paradia side. Le koraha sui mosha. Telemene koraha sui mika pai. Le koda bonamos. In the name of Jesus. Stop looking about. If closing your eyes will help you. Close your eyes. We are here for business. Oh, Jesus. Let the Spirit of God speak through you tonight. Encounter Him. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Out loud. These things are not by You want to tell God to cleanse you, purify your heart, prepare your vessel to receive from Him, to partake in fellowship with Him. The fellowship of oneness which He has called us to. The fellowship of oneness which He has called us to. You to say, Lord, prepare my vessel. Cleanse me by the blood of Jesus to be able to partake, to be able to partake, to be able to partake, to commune with you. Even in this meeting, through this encounter, as I listen to this podcast, as I listen to this message, in the name of the Lord Jesus, through the various social media handles, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, cleanse, Lord, purify her. Hey, purify my heart, cleanse my hands, make me whole, make me whole, in the name of Jesus. In the name of we Jesus, oh grace to interface with you. Huh? In the name of Jesus, spread me with the blood of Jesus. Make me whole, spirit, soul, body. Huh? In the, the name of Jesus, of Jesus let no weapon of darkness fashion against me. Huh? Hey, prosper. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We want to pray in the language of the Spirit. Wanna lift your voice, tear yourself up. Me love of Ragadia Talada. Mark Kevin in the Koshata. Barakos Kivini Mikata. La Bada Barana. Not to put your place and leave some stands there. Don't be empty. Kabadi barada na mosha, lebrani mini haseno na yadi hata, rada diga seno no, iko malino sana yani hase, iko rana na masheno hasa yani hata, e kapa rada rada rada, ma peli kopali masonde, le korato vendi mini kapaye, e rada diga shata lebro, mola korana na masoprende. Shadada <laughs> 
Dadiza, Matata, Rabasha, Dada, Iate, Komolakora, Molakora, Dabadiataya, Bandagada, Dadis, Ero, Komos, Ira, Badiata, Labadaya, Ero, Toshana, Namakova, Labadi Grata, Rabagi, Dadea, Rabadi Grataya, Mokalabadu, Atalabana, Makova, the Minikataya, Ibaratata, Ibaratata, Rabakova, Nuataya, Leko, Shate, Komola, Monomakova, Rabigrata, Rabanamato, Rabanamato, Iacola, 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 Ragasha, Komala, Badibinika, Sonja, Labanet, Malabadika, Talakosa, Mania, Talakatosha, Marabada, Gadima, Tako, Marabasha, Miniata, Miniga, Barata, Ampapa, 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 Rampapa, Iacoteus, 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 Leco, Badima, Sopaniata, Lekata, Pecota, Rota, Badika, Talabas, Iacoteus, Ah, Father, we bless you. We worship you. In the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus. Where you are. We wanna be where you are. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your presence in this place. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. We say thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. Thy we say thy will be done. Here in this room. As it is in heaven. We say. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. We pray thy will be done. Here on earth. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Beloved, you want to lift your voice. One more time. We say we want to tell God that Lord, let your glory fall upon us. Let your presence fill this place. By virtue of your presence and your glory, every scheme, every plot, imagination, attempt of the enemy to interfere, this today's service, 
let all effort be frustrated and thwarted in the name of Jesus. We paralyze all schemes or plots of darkness. We take control over the atmosphere. Let your glory envelop us. Let your glory saturate us. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice. Father, in the name of Jesus, we welcome you in this place, Lord. Your glory, your glory, your glory, O God. 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 In the name of Jesus, your glory, O God, your power, O God, your presence, O God, let the weight of your glory fall mighty upon us. In the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ, let all powers of darkness working around us, around us, O God, in this atmosphere, let all their works to thwart, to frustrate, to hinder our services today. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, let all the attempt be frustrated. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we frustrate, we frustrate, we paralyze all works of darkness. In the name of Jesus, we pray that let your power, let your power fall upon us. Grant us grace and encounter with your glory, encounter with your power, and encounter with your presence. In the name of Jesus, we do not want to live here the same, O oh God. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit of the Living God, in the name of Jesus, a Radima Kalatoveni Apaladaya, Moliko Shelebendebeniata, Molako Raba Sombreni Katele, in the name of Jesus. We welcome you, Jesus. Bless you, Jesus. We welcome you. Thank you, Lord. We welcome you. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. Oh, somebody pour your love on Jesus. Don't get tired, pour your love on him. He's the one who died. He's the one who rose. That we might live. Jesus. Life abundantly. So, Jesus, we worship you. Jesus, we honor you. Jesus, we lift you up. You are the reason we are here. To behold your beauty, Jesus. The wonders of your love. The wonders of your power. In the name of Jesus. The wonders of your grace. The wonders of your grace. You are setting captives free. You are setting captives free. Healing every disease. You are healing every disease, oh Jesus. Jesus, we are here for you. Oh, the Malekro Bomotion. You are welcome here. You are welcome in this place, Jesus. You are welcome here. You are welcome here. Yeah. You are the bread of life. The fountain of living water. He who was alive and was dead and is alive forevermore. The root and the offspring of David. King of kings and Lord of lords. We worship you.
What an atmosphere. What an atmosphere. What an atmosphere. Beloved, you are welcome. To the presence of the Most High God. You are blessed to be listening to this right now. You are blessed to be here. Marvelous for words, mm. who is like unto thee, son of the living God? You are the son of the living God. David said something. David said, As for me, <laughs> I will behold thy face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness. As for me, I think you could say this of yourself too. That as for me, I will behold thy face, O God, in righteousness. Psalm, 30, Psalm 17 and verse 15. It says, I shall be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness. The whole goal is so that we will be conformed to the image of his dear son. Hallelujah. So as we've come, we've come to behold. We've come to behold his face in righteousness. So every day as we come and go, we wake up daily conforming to his likeness. Hallelujah. Bible says that for whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. God did foreknow you. And he predestinated that you be conformed to the image of his son. But it's not possible if you don't behold him. If it's not po it is not possible, we can't come to the conformity of his image to awake in his likeness if we do not what? Behold him. Behold his face. Every day. We come to rehearse his promises. We come to behold him. To partake of the fellowship of oneness with him. Hallelujah. Let this be, let this be the, your consciousness every time you show up before God. The more of his likeness we become conformed to, the more beautiful we become. 
the more of his image we take on, the more beautiful we become. Because the Bible makes us understand Jesus is altogether beautiful. In Songs of Solomon, he said, My beloved is, is white and ruddy, the fairest among ten thousands. Who wouldn't want to be conformed to such an image? An image that is the fairest among ten thousands. Hallelujah. All sufficient one, hallowed be your name. Shepherd of my soul, hallowed be your name. Oh, hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. Great and mighty God. Shepherd of our souls, hallowed be your name. Oh, hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. In heaven and on earth, hallowed be your name. your spirit in the atmosphere hallelujah prepare your heart to receive prepare your heart to receive prepare your heart to receive so why won't i worship you condition your spirit man oh i will give you all the glory open up open up oh i will give you all the honor begin to lose yourself all of my days set the eyes of your heart Set the eyes of your heart upon him. I will give you all the honor. With understanding, with expectation. I will give you all the worship. Looking unto Jesus. All of my days. The author and finisher. Lord, I will give you all the glory. The author and finisher of our faith. I will give you all the honor. Looking unto Jesus. I will give you all my worship. 
set your eyes on him like the woman with the issue of blood for 12 years what is your gaze I will give you all the what are you saying in your heart I will give you all my worship enjoying the atmosphere but we have to move on amen we can go on and 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 on because this God he is too good this God is merciful this God is faithful Jehovah Almighty he's been faithful he's never failed any one of us yet I don't know if he has failed you but for me, he has never failed me before. Sometimes it looks as though he, we, we are about failing. We are at the end of our ropes. And then all of a sudden, as we stake our hopes and our faith in him, he just shows up. God cannot fail. It is just who he is. It is part of his character and his nature. He cannot fail. In the olden days, he never failed. He never failed. And Bible says in Malachi 3 verse 6 that he says, I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore ye sons of Jacob, ye sons of burning ones, Ye people of burning ones, ye people in fellowship with burning ones are not consumed. I am the Lord, I change not. If he couldn't fail in the past and he doesn't change, it means that he can't fail now in the present. Neither can he fail in the future. That is why we can entrust all of our days unto him. David understood this when he says, my times are in your hands. My times, all my days. They are in your hands. I can trust you, God, with my life. That is all that faith is about. Hallelujah. So the word of God to somebody today is that no matter what you might, you, what you might be confronted with, understand that the lion of the tribe of Judah has prevailed. The lion of the tribe of Judah has prevailed. He has prevailed over all circumstances, over all problems, and he did so for you. He conquered so that you become a more than a conqueror. If only you can unleash your faith and tap into his finished works, you are going to see his glory one more time. You are going to see his power come through for you. 
if only you are going to keep holding on to him and believe the Lord's report instead of the physical circumstances you are you are beset with because we walk by faith and not by sight not by the, the sensory perceptions of our sight hallelujah thank you Jesus we'll be a In the name of Jesus. For your word says, In your presence there is fullness of joy, and at thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Father, I pray that you perfect the joy of all that hear me right now in the name of Jesus. I pray that you cause the lines to fall unto everyone at the sound of my voice in pleasant places in the name of Jesus. Every giant that they have come across standing against them i pray that in the name of jesus the same power the same grace the same anointing that it came upon david by which he brought goliath down lord anoint somebody oh god to overcome their giant with the same anointing in the name of jesus enjoying the presence of God in this atmosphere right now 
many of you are enjoying the presence of God? The presence is greater than the anointing. Understand that. <laughs> some of the things some preachers feel to tell us. There is something greater, mightier, better than the, the anointing and faith. It is called the presence of God. It is a weighty matter. That is why God doesn't reward anybody at all with his presence. God doesn't just give. He doesn't grant. Why do you think even a whole Moses, Moses, one unto whom the Lord Most High, Elohim spoke with face to face as a man speaker to his friend, one by whose hand God wrought many diverse mighty miracles in the land of Egypt, such as the earth had never known before. Why do you think even such a person, in that, 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 that caliber of person in such a high standing with God, have to plead with God for his presence? Can you imagine? In Exodus 33, the verse 11 downwards, he had to plead. He says, God, before you, if you are taking us from hence, to that place if you are sending me to take these stiff naked people from here to the promised land wherewith or wherefore will it be known that you are with us except your presence go with us exodus 33 the verse 11 downwards especially verse 13 downwards he says i beseech you O god i beseech thee O god i beseech thee let your presence go with us if not, take us not from here. We do not want to go anywhere that your presence is not going to accompany us with. And at that level, when Moses was speaking, understand who Moses was anointed and was speaking under the influence of the anointing. And yet under the influence of an anointing, he needed the presence. If we don't have deeper understanding of the scriptures, the, the, the realm of faith, the realm of the anointing, the realm of the glory of God, the realm of the presence of God. It is easy to, to misplace our priorities. The devil doesn't fear just any Christian, no. He fears a Christian who knows his God, number one. Number two, who carries the presence of God. A man who proceeds from the presence of God. Because the presence does damages. It does damages to the kingdom of darkness. The devil himself is anointed. Don't forget. Bible describes him in Ezekiel, Ezekiel 18 or so. He says, Thou art the cherub, that thou art the anointed cherub that covereth. He was a cherub. One of the highest, I think the second in order of ranking of celestial beings. He was the second in, in ranking. So he was very powerful. A powerful celestial being. A powerful angelic being. It didn't end there. He carried an anointing. The devil carried an anointing. Having been in the presence of God, Ezekiel 28, God bless you. Having been in the presence of God, he knew. He knew. He knew the power of the presence. Exodus 33, the verse 15 to 16, said unto them, okay, let me read from the verse 13. Now therefore I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way, that I may know thee, 
that I may know thee. My God. No wonder the Bible says in Psalm 103 that God showed Moses. God taught him his ways. But as for the people of Israel, God only taught them his acts. They knew the acts of God, but Moses knew the ways of God. Today, prayers like this are missing in the church. It's all about breakthrough. It's all about traveling. It's all about marriage. It's all about money, financial breakthroughs, and, and so on and so forth. Prayers like, Lord, show me your way. Teach me your grace. Give me an encounter. Such prayers are not common as they used to be common in the early church. Show me thy way. He says, show me now thy way that I may know thee. Because he understood that the strength of his exploits in the kingdom, even while leading the people of, the people of Israel, dependent on the depth, it depended on the depth of his knowledge of God. How do we know this? Daniel 11 verse 32 be, They that know their God, they shall be strong. They that know their God. For they that know their God, they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. So Moses said, Show me now thy way, that I may know thee. Then from proceeding from my knowledge of you, that I may find grace in thy sight, and consider that this nation is thy people. And he said, My presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. And he said unto him, If thy presence go not with us, or with me, carry us not up hence. For wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight? Is not is it not that is it not in that thou goest with us? So shall we be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth. Now let me tell, let me show you something here. The presence of God. In the presence of God, there is rest. Number one. The presence of God, number two, confess security. Bible also makes us understand that in his presence, there is fullness of joy. There is fullness of joy. Joy is perfected in the presence of God. There are things you may not get in the anointing. Because usually the anointing comes to empower us for work. The anointing comes to empower us for work. There is a dimension of security you enjoy in the presence of God that an anointing cannot easily confer on you. Or in order to enjoy that level of security and ju judgment against oppression, you need to release anointing. But the presence by default, it creates a hedge, an atmosphere of divine protection, divine security. And the presence not just for anybody is for they who they that dwell in the secret place hallelujah they that dwell in the secret place of the mosai shall abide under the shadow of the shaddai psalm 16 verse 11 thou will show me the part of life moses's prayer exodus 33 the same prayer says show me your way i want to do an exposition on this scripture the path of life the show is talking about here is actually David is, is saying that this is a psalm of David. He says, You will make known unto me. In other words, you reveal unto me the path of life. The word used translated shoe there, it actually means to learn, to know, to learn to know, or to, to perceive and see, to find out, to discern. He says, You will cause me to know the path. The way, the passing of life, 
the passing the path of life that he's talking about there is actually the way of living so there is a way of living for overcomers there is a way of living for men and women who command victory he says you will show me you will unveil unto me the mystery of the way of living in thy presence there is fullness of joy the same word used presence there the same word translated presence is the same word used for face psalm 17 i think the verse 15 or so we looked at that scripture earlier the same word used there for the face the presence is paim paim it is the same word used for the firmament in creation if we genesis chapter one in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth and the earth was without form and void and blah 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 and then he created the 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 the, the waters to se separate the firmament or the skies above the heavens there is what yes psalm 17 verse 15 says as for me i will behold thy face the word used their faith is paim paim in thy presence there is fullness of joy at thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore The word used presence in Psalm 16 verse 11 is the same word used face. Face. So that is why we come to behold him. People don't understand. You come to the presence of God and you're in a hurry to leave. What are you going to do? How can you carry if you don't tarry? You tarry to carry. I am sharing with you some of my secret keys. Beholding his face. Many a times we read the scripture and then we jump off. He says, as for me, I will behold thy face. He knows that the system of transformation into his likeness or his image, according to Romans chapter 8, that system, according to Romans chapter 8, the verse 29, which says that for whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image so it's all about conformity to the image conformity to the image the stature of his fullness he understood and to conform he needed to behold hallelujah as for me i don't know about you but as for me i will behold thy face in righteousness you can't behold his face in sin. No. You can't behold his face in sin and iniquity. No. That's why I told her I keep using the word anytime we come to interface with God, interface with his glory, interface with his presence. Anytime we come to interface with him, we must come in absolute cleanness of hands and purity of heart, sincerity of motive. He says, I shall be satisfied when i awake with thy likeness beloved i didn't prepare for this this is not the teaching the go for tonight but anytime you are basking in the presence of god and you are enjoying the glory things like this just come up the eyes of understanding is enlightened when i awake with thy likeness When I awake with thy likeness to be conformed to the image of his dear son. 
and His presence. That is why you can never behold the face of God and go back sad. It's an error. You cannot behold the face of God, the countenance of God, and go back sad with a falling countenance. Do you see why it says that? In thy presence there is fullness of joy. If you read Psalm 34 verse 5, it says that they looked unto him and were lightened. They were enlightened. They looked unto him. How can you look unto somebody you have not said before you? God bless you, Minister David. They looked unto him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. The absence of light, the light of his glory, the light on the face of God, it leads to all forms of calamities and circumstances in life. And just like the face of a man is a screen of his life, everything going on in a man's life, you can easily know from their face. Their face is that monitor, that screen that projects it. It is impossible to stay with God and not come out, come out with joy, with beauty on your face, with power, being conformed to his image. Hallelujah. People of God, let's get into today's word. It's just a wrapping up. Yes. Bible says, but we all with unveiled faces, yes, beholding us in the glass, the glory of the Lord, are changed to the same image, even from glory to glory, from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. Abide in our hearts today. Abide in our hearts today. Purify our passions. Make us make us more like you, Jesus. Abide in our hearts today. Abide in our How many of us are ready for today's encounter? It's a brief encounter, then we pray. How many of you are ready? If you are ready, you want to type, thank you, Jesus. Anytime we say, abide in my heart, of God, it is not as if God is not there. Some religious people are saying that you don't sing songs like this because it's as if God is not in your heart. No, it means that you have him, but you are not satisfied with what you have, how much of him that you have. You can't get enough of him every day until you come to the fullness his fullness you can't be satisfied it is a heart it is a cry of desperation from the heart of a longing soul abide in our hearts today i don't know about you but every day of my life I become more and more hungry and thirsty for God. Even on the streets, in the car, I become hungry and thirsty for God. Every day, every moment. Sometimes I'll be worshiping and I'll just be weeping and crying and sobbing because His presence just overwhelms me. Crying for no reason. 
His presence makes a very big difference in a lot of things. In your family life, in your academics, the presence of God makes a very big difference. Sometimes, as you, you start pursuing His presence and He's seeking His face, you may not see the results immediately, but just give yourself time. Just give yourself time in your pursuit of His presence, His love, His glory. Don't rush. Just tarry so you can carry. Tarry to carry. The carriers of the anointing, the carriers of His presence, they are people who have mastered the art of tarrying. They have mastered to wait. And not just waiting on the Lord, but waiting patiently for the Lord. Because in many things, until you master patience in waiting for the Lord, in many things your purposes will be defeated and you may not see the hand of the Lord revealed in your life or in your situation because it requires patience when waiting on the Lord for an answer to prayer, waiting on the Lord to carry His presence, waiting on the Lord for guidance or instruction, clarity on a vision, the next dimension, the next step. It takes it takes patience. So the psalmist said in Psalm 40 or so, verse 1, he says, I waited patiently for the Lord, and He inclined unto me. He inclines unto them that wait, and not just wait based on their own terms and conditions, but they wait on based on God's own terms and conditions of patience. I waited patiently for the Lord, and He inclined unto me, and He heard my cry. As you are waiting, you are waiting in expectation. You are waiting, you are waiting in hope. You are waiting, looking forward with a strong desire to hear Him. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, we thank you. Let's get into the Word. I think this is becoming an intimacy teaching already. Take it away, Lord. Take it away. Take it away, Lord. Purify our hearts. Purify our hearts. From the inside out. From the inside out. From the inside out. From the inside out. I know you are a man of God. The Spirit of God tells me that you are a man of God. May God empower your ministry in the name of Jesus. The Spirit of God says that I should pray for you. And so, Papa, with all humility, I make a prayer for you and your ministry and your family that may God grant you a touch, a refreshing touch of His glory and His presence. 
May his glory rest upon your ministry and catapult you to another level in the name of Jesus. May God keep and preserve your household in the name of Jesus. Every next dimension of God you have been desiring to see, to experience in the presence of God, in your ministry, and in your home. I pray that God releases it unto you in the name of Jesus. May God out of his mercy, may God out of his mercy open the heavens over you and your ministry in the name of Jesus and take you from glory to glory, from glory to glory, from glory to glory, even as he characterizes your ministry with many signs and wonders in the name of Jesus. May God hear your hearts here today in Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus and follow you with greater signs and wonders in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Even as we get into today's word, I am telling myself that I'm growing, I'm growing bigger. I, Samuel, I'm growing bigger, better, wiser, stronger, more and more powerful by day in the name of Jesus by the end of today's encounter the eyes of my understanding is going to be enlightened for me to apprehend to behold to understand the mysteries of the kingdom like never before in the name of Jesus every scale of blindness is falling off of the eyes of my understanding every darkness that has encompassed that has encompassed any area of my life standing in the way of my accurate sight of God the accurate perception and vision of God and his glory I command and I, I declare that every such darkness shall be swallowed up by the light of God in the name of Jesus the light of God that shines through every darkness and the darkness is not able to overcome it I declare and I decree that let the light of God shine through all these darknesses swallow them up and dispel them completely in the name of Jesus I am blessed I am lifted you are lifted you are blessed in the name of Jesus hallelujah hallelujah we want to get into the word we are looking at we've been looking at the a series on the mystery of faith the mystery of faith to access power for a victorious Christian living hallelujah and we've we've come very far today is a seventh part this is the seventh part part seven of the series so we have done six parts already from part one through six part one part two part three part four part five part six and they've been powerful we've we've we've, we've seen so many um responses and comments from around after people listened to it amen if you want to find if you want to locate these teachings you can just click on the dashboard click on the icon burning ones look beneath the dashboard go keep scrolling downwards and look for the mystery of faith to access power for victorious christian living amen and you're going to find the teaching there and until you have listened to the, the initial series from part one to part six you may not necessarily be able to appreciate or grasp in fullness all that we are about to share in this particular episode amen so to be able to understand everything i will encourage you to just go back okay go listen to please listen to the entire series from the beginning to know what faith is what substantiates our faith 
the ways in which faith is demonstrated and then um, the basis of our faith and then the dimensions of faith and then now we are looking at how the power of God and how to appropriate faith to access the power of God hallelujah I'm going to do this I'm trusting God to do this in 30 minutes okay so please come along with me come along with me I need your ears God needs your heart amen I need your ears daddy God needs your heart amen all right so a quick recap we said true faith is expressed in one hearing God's voice two obedience and then three the action in response to the hearing hallelujah now the basis of our faith we said that the base of our faith is in one the nature or character of God that is that is that God is immutable a he cannot change Malachi 3 6 B God cannot fail Job 42 verse 2 and see God cannot lie numbers 23 verse 19 and Titus 1 and verse 2 the second basis of our faith is that is, is on the redemptive work of the Son of God Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 it tells us to look unto Jesus he who authored our faith he is the author and the finisher of our faith he became the source of our faith in God and the fact of his death and resurrection provides ground for our believing the fact or the truth of Jesus's death and resurrection provides us enough grounds for our believing first Corinthians 1 verse 30 and Romans 5 verse 1 and 2 and verse 2 then the third basis for our faith is the Word of God the Word of God cannot be broken Isaiah 40 verse 8 Matthew 24 verse 35 Jeremiah 1 verse 12 because the scriptures cannot be broken and our faith comes from the scriptures or is derived or our faith is taken on the word of god it means that our faith cannot fail and whatsoever we engage our faith to to achieve always yields hallelujah the basis of our faith god's word stands true forever so so faith comes when we 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 when God's, God brings a specific word out of all that he has ever said you can be reading a word and all of a sudden you are reading a, a particular scripture and a certain revelation just jumps out it jumps out of that scripture into your spirit and all of a sudden faith is ignited because there's been a hearing a hearing from the word of God your spirit has heard a rima word so your spirit comes alive the hearing of faith and in such states whatever thing you are believing god for that relates to that particular word easily or in inst instantaneously becomes a possibility if only you release that faith that has come alive because our faith is to enable us obtain our promises obtain that which we desire from god we walk by this same faith bible says for by it the elders obtained a good report the word of God as a basis of the faith of the believer God can bring and now words that is what we call the Rima instantly he brings it directly to you in your circumstance and you know that 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 that one that situation is already catered for because you have you have been able to what acquire the faith 
with which you can confront and deal with that situation. That is why we must not remain at the faith for salvation, our most holy faith. We must not remain at the mustard seed faith. The next time we start a series on faith again, I'm going to teach us a lot. Maybe we'll do a 10 part series, not, 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 not seven this time around. We're going to do maybe a 10 part series, which I'll be looking at a whole lot. Amen. So the faith for salvation must not become the faith by which we live and move and have our being. No. We must grow that faith. Hallelujah. So spoken to us in this way, the word of God comes alive to us, releasing our faith. Hallelujah. Now let's take our time and then this time around, deal with the power of God. I said the power of God is the ability of God. Or the power of God refers, refers to the abilities and the working force of God. The working force. That is the power of God. Oftentimes, energies or this working force is discharged through many channels. God releases his power just like or the power of God to, to heal a, a sick person, a lame person through many diverse ways. Some prefer to lay hands. Some others will speak a word. We, we will see all of those things. In certain instances, the Roman centurion, when he encountered Jesus and, and was pleading with Jesus that Jesus should heal his servant who was sick, I'm not worthy. The centurion said, Master, I am not worthy that you come under my roof. Even though I understand that I am a man of authority, I say to one servant, go and he goes, another come and he comes. But only say your word. Only say your word. Release your word. And by Mr. understand that through this faith of this Roman centurion, the power of God was carried through the words of Jesus into his house. Long before he himself even arrived in the house, the situation had been solved. The problem has been solved. How? Because he released his faith. And the faith was able to appropriate the power of God through the words of Jesus to bring a solution to the problem that he was confronted with. And Bible says that his servant became whole. Hallelujah. Number one, please can somebody help us? Because I want to link, there is, I, I, I keep saying that there is a nexus, okay? The, ne the nexus between um, um, faith and the power of God. That is what we, want to, we, are, we are trying to do. We are trying to establish that nexus. So I want us to, someone help us with 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 5. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 5. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 5. Even as that scripture comes, it always dropped on our screen. I want to tell us, I want you to know that the ability and power of God is unlimited. Number one, keep this in your mind. It cannot be exhausted. 
you can't explore it all it is just like it is just as vast as god himself the insearchable riches the depths of his riches of of both his wisdom and his glory hallelujah so the end of all of these teachings is that our faith shall not stand in the wisdom of men but in the power of god that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men but in the power of god hallelujah so we see clearly here we see a link between faith and the power of god understand that the power of god is derived from the person of god it is the exercising of the abilities of the person of god the power of francis frimpon or the power of redeemed or the power of winning is the exercising of her abilities that ability that force within her that is her power so bible makes us understand that it says that your faith should not rest in the wrong things the wisdom of men your own intellectual capacity that your faith should not rest in some human ideology or philosophy that your faith should not rest in your credentials that your faith should not rest in some promise that your mother or father or an uncle or somebody you knew you know home or abroad made to you as powerful as they are and as as credible as they may be in relation to fulfillment of their promises but that your faith should be taken away from all of these things and placed and made to rest and staked in the power of god it's a place that cannot fail it is a power that has a manifold or multifaceted expression power to resurrect power to anoint power to announce power to heal power to restore the power has a multifaceted dimension of its working so if you rest your faith in such a power anything as far as that power is concerned and as far as the owner the one who exercises that power is concerned anything as far as this is concerned you are able to get So beloved, I want you to have this consciousness that God wants you to stake your faith in his power. So now what is that power we are talking about? What is that power of God? What are the dimensions, the faces or the phases? Either the faces or the phases of his power. I would rather use the faces, F-A-C-E-S, the faces of the power of God. The various expressions of this power, his grandeur power. God, we are number one, we must understand that God is able to meet and exceed all expectations. You are writing exams, your grade fell last semester or last year, last academic year, and you are wondering 
that even as this semester's exams is ongoing should you go ahead to show up in christian gatherings corporate meetings when you know you don't even have ample time to study the question to that answer the answer to that question is in the exercise of your faith exercising your faith in the power of god understand that he has ability to meet and exceed expectations so even as you are trying to um scale up your grade maybe you're on a scholarship and the terms of and conditions are not are not favorable in relation to your grace and so if your grace will drop again it is very likely you are going to what lose that scholarship the word of god to you is that know that the realm of god's abilities his ability also works in meeting and exceeding expectations so you may have an expectation that i want to move back to first class i want to move back to back back to second class upper god is able to help you yours is to show up in the meetings yours is to keep aligning faithfully to his word and do his bidding and god is going to what stir you up when your faith comes alive every area of your life easily comes alive jesus prayed a prayer for peter he says simon simon satan has desired to sift you as we but i have prayed for you that thy faith faileth not the failure of faith in many instances have become the failure of many destinies the failure of the faith of many people in many instances had become the failure of many destinies god bless you minister david luke 22 verse 31 and the lord says simon simon behold satan had desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat but i have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not and when thou art converted strengthen thy brethren it is a community of faith-filled believers understand that if you are in a community of weak believers it's going to affect you if you look at mark chapter 6 verse 5 bible says that and jesus according to mark chapter 6 verse 5 he could know he could not do mighty works there because of their unbelief not because of his unbelief or her unbelief their unbelief that is corporate unbelief corporate unbelief i told us from the beginning if you listen to the part one of this series the part one of the series the series of, of faith the, the part one titled the mystery of faith to access power for victorious christian living i mentioned there that faith is temperamental and that anything that has got to do with people is temperamental so it can it, it, it can be affected by your associations mark 6 5 and he could and he could there do no mighty work save that he laid his hands upon a few sick a few sick food and healed them and he marveled because of their unbelief and he went round about the villages teaching 
because of their corporate unbelief. Hallelujah. So, as your faith comes alive, you show up in fellowship, fellowship with the beloved, and the Spirit of God quickens you. God is able to meet that expectation you have set for your business, for your marriage, for your finances, your savings, for your academics, for your spiritual life, and is even able to exceed it according to Ephesians 3 verse 20. Now unto him who is able to do exceeding. Now unto him who is able, number one, able, he's able. Number two, to do. Exceeding three, abundantly four, above five, all we can ask or think. So the span of his abilities even is able to enter into our thought realm. Not just our vocal realm, the things we say. Yes, all in that scripture. Oftentimes we just read it like that. He's telling you that God has the ability. And the ability is not impotent. That he's not able to exercise it. He's able to exercise, able to release it. He's able to do. And in his doing, he's able to exceed. He does exceedingly. He does abundantly. He does above. Not some of the things we ask. All. Name all your requests. Bible says that all of them is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think. But there is a link, a certain power of faith. A certain level of faith that should be at work within you to be able to access these dimensions of his ability. His unlimited ability. Number two, the realm of his abilities is unquestionable. Hebrews chapter 7. Don't go too deep in that, into that. Amen. Number three, his power... God's power and abilities can keep. Jude 1 verse 24. Jude 1. The verse 1 verse 2 also text, talks about the same thing. Except the Lord build a city. The builders, they build but in vain. Except the Lord by his own abilities, his own power, keeps watch over the city. The watchmen, they watch but in vain. Jude 1 verse 24 says, Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling, and the people of God, you cannot keep yourself from falling. That is why in 1 Corinthians 12, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12, the Bible says, Let, let him that thinketh that he stand. Well, lifted from according to Psalm 27, he says that David said that. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be, be afraid? It says that when, when the wicked, even my enemies and my foe, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and they fell. It says, though war should and, uh, break up against me, my heart will not fear. Though and who should encamp against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord to behold the face of the Lord and to inquire, um, uh, to behold the face of the Lord and to inquire in his temple then he says for in a time of trouble he has delivered me he shall hide me in his pavilion in the city of his tabernacle shall he hide me he, he shall set me up upon a rock 
he shall set me up upon a rock understand that it takes God to lift you from the pit and to set you up and to make you stand it takes God to lift you from the miry clay from the lower level the previous level that you were and to set you up upon a rock your new dimension god bless you mr Eben. i was going to actually quote this scripture first Samuel chapter 2 verse 8 it says he raised up the poor out of the dust the poor out of the dust and lifted he's a lifter of men he lifted up the beggar from the dungeon to set them he lifts and he sets he lifts and he sets so if god lifts and he sets and god lifted you and sets you what make you think that you can keep yourself in that position where you are whether at the workplace understand that those who work different rely on different powers and mediums voodoo hoodoo hexes shaman malams and what have you all of these demonic dimensions of the of the powers of darkness they, they when they consult those mediums and these mediums leave them they consult for promotion they consult for fruit of the womb they consult for victory in battle victory in elections and so and so on and so forth it takes those same medium for them to be able to safeguard to keep those victories so usually they have commitments by certain sacrifices that they offer every now and then they offer blood sacrifices some of them have to go out at night or wake up at all times of the day and perform strange things the same way it takes God to keep that which is of God hallelujah according to Jude 1 verse 24 it takes God our faith stayed in the power of God to keep us from falling to keep us standing firm and sure and solid in every circumstance in that office that new dimension has lifted you to in that new dimension of your ministry it takes God's power and abilities to keep hallelujah verse Samuel chapter 2 verse 6 and Romans 8 11 makes us also understand that there's another dimension of the power of God to give and to take life he's able to give life if you read John chapter 11 the verse 28 downwards the story the account of Elijah as uh, there's Elijah sorry um, Lazarus Lazarus how did Elijah even find himself in the New Testament? <laughs> Apart from in the in the synoptic gospels where we understand that John came in the power of Elijah, in the spirit and power of Elijah. But if the spirit of him that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in you, is able to quicken. The word quicken there actually means to revitalize. It means to in introduce life into. It is the same it is it is the same equivalence of what we call cpr in medical terms cardiopulmonary resuscitation that mechanism by which they give shocks electrical shocks to to be able to stimulate the um is it the impulse generating the uh what, what is the name i'm lost for the word the rhythm there is a part the sinoatrial node is a compartment in the heart where heartbeat is initiated so through cpr this sinoatrial node is 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 quickened so even if it has it has stopped functioning 
and has caused the chambers of the heart to stop to, to rest to rest and not the muscles of the heart not to, 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 to stop pumping blood by the invigoration of the electrical impulses from this CPR equipment all of a sudden this heartbeat center gains enough power a spark with which it is able to what now quicken and initiate impulses for the myo <laughs> myocardia or the, the 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 muscles of the heart to begin to what to squeeze compress and release compress and release the restoration of life If the spirit of him that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in you, this same spirit is able to quicken, revitalize, because he is a quickening spirit. John 11, John chapter 11, from the verse 30 downward, we understand that Jesus, when Jesus came to the scene, after he got the news that Lazarus had passed on, Bible makes us understand, Bible tells us that, Bible tells us that, he told them that if you believe, if only you believe, you will see the glory of God. If only you believe, you will see the glory of God. That was after the miracle. Because the people were in doubt. The power of God was present. Jesus had shown up after four days of the death of Lazarus. He eventually came. But the problem that could have hindered them was their own unbelief their own unbelief god bless minister david it almost stood in their way so before even jesus performed this miracle we understand that jesus wept he wasn't weeping because of the dead when he wept bible says that they said that they, 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 those who stood around there said that oh see how he loved him i was like mercy jesus is weeping over your unbelief and you are thinking that he's weeping over the death of lazarus they said oh see how he loved him he was weeping for their unbelief sometimes god wants to do many miracle and mighty things in our lives and he sits up there and he's just expecting us to begin to release our faith make discoveries from the word of god that will enable us to release our faith and we are not able to do that and as god sits he weeps jesus weeps it's the same as this one So you see from the verse 23 that Jesus said unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Thy brother shall rise again. When you move on, we realize that Jesus now came to the tomb. And he says that, roll away or take away the stone. Then he called forth Lazarus. He says, Lazarus, come forth. Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus what came out of the tomb bound and he said lose him the quickening power and ability of the word of god he has power to give life and to take life remember that story of the rich fool who said that i have gotten everything i'm going to relax jesus said you fool today i'm taking your soul from you hallelujah Yesterday we looked at, in the previous session, we looked at God's power and ability to build and direct spiritual substances 
resources, blessings and realities towards us. We have already looked at that. We don't have time so I will skip that again. And we said that God has power to anoint. He has power to appoint, anoint and announce and even to secure. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 1 5, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 22 and 20, 20, 21 and 22. 2 Corinthians 1, 21 and 22. And Jeremiah 1 verse 5. God has power to even choose to select. He said, I have found David my servant. I have found David my servant. With my holy oil, I've anointed him. He has power to choose, to appoint, to anoint, to announce, and to secure. And he chooses where to do it and when to do it. He can anoint and appoint you from the womb. Or anoint and appoint you. Appoint and anoint you after birth. It is all in his power and his discretion. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 1 verse 5 says, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctify thee. I, I, that is God speaking, I, I who have all power, I who have all power, I knew thee. And before you came forth out of the womb, I who have all power, and determined that my, what my counsel, and determined what my counsel should be, and determine that my counsel will stand. I sanctify thee. Even I, 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 God, ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. I chose what I should ordain you as. Your ordination was solely in my hand. The time, the place, the type or the kind of ordination. It is all in my hand. If you exercise your faith, you are going to see your excellence is in the hand of God. Your marital glory, it is in the hand of God. Ezekiel 21 verse 27. Psalm 40, the verse 1 to 3. Minister winning. Psalm 40 verses 1 through 3. And Minister David, please help us with Psalms 1 to 4. Psalms 1 to 6 verses 1 to 4. And what are we looking at here? We are looking at the power of God to overturn, to deliver, and rescue and to turn around captivity and negative situations. God also has power to overturn, to deliver, and to rescue and turn around captivity and every negative situation. You see, there are actually Bible stories, parables in the New Testament, and then a lot of stories in the Old Testament that I wanted to use to illustrate or buttress each of these ones. But if we should do that, believe me, we may run into a 15th, a 15th um, session series. We are saying that, I want to repeat it. Elohim has power to overturn, 
deliver, rescue, and turn around captivity and negative situations. Let's read from Ezekiel 21 verse 27. The Bible says, I will overturn. I, God, will overturn. Overturn. Overturn it. And it shall be no more. And it shall be no more. Until he come, whose right it is. And I will give it to him. I pray for you, based on this word. I prophesy and speak over your life. That may God overturn every negative situation may he overturn every hand of darkness may he overturn it every problem that is facing you every arrows of negativity is confronting your life may god overturn all demonic counsels against your life may god overturn i decree and i declare and it shall be no more none of them shall prevail none of them shall be anymore in the name of the lord jesus and every blessing that belongs to you may god release it unto you Psalm 40 verse 1 to 3 says, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me, my God. And he heard my cry. He brought me up also out of an horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock, and established my goings. And he had put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear, and shall trust in the Lord. power to turn situations around so what is your situation yours is to do a faith-filled waiting put your faith and your hope in him as you are waiting you are searching the word of god if it has to do with a, a, a destiny or god ordained spouse for your your marital destiny you look for this you look for scriptures about this begin to pray them to to god pray them back to god and you are waiting and you are looking up to him and you are looking up to him that god your word says this your word says that a good a, a good man is from you a faithful man who can find a faithful woman or a virtuous woman who can find only you can give such a man even oh god as i align and, and position myself in the right places bring this godly god god ordained or or heavenly ordained spouse of mine my way in the name of jesus and as i wait for you orchestrate our meeting and you look forward with faith-filled expectancy and that situation is going to be turned around if it's a healing is the same method is the same principle psalm 1 to 6 verse 1 to 4 when the lord turned again the captivity of zion we were like them that dream then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing then said they among the heathen the lord has done great things for them then said they among the heathen the lord our their god has done great things for them the lord has done great things for us whereof we are glad hallelujah oh praise jesus May God do great things for you. May God do great things for you. Even as you wait for him, may God turn your captivity. May God turn your situation. Some of you, it is not a situation, but you are expecting abundance, another level, increase, excellence. May God turn it around and increase you in the name of Jesus. May God release. May God, by his spirit, by his power, release unto you that next level of abundance, that next level of glory 
that next level of greatness that next level of excellence in the name of Jesus grace for destiny helpers destiny helpers destiny helpers grace and favor for destiny helpers that will lift you from your current level to the next level that will invest in every aspect of your life in the name of Jesus receive grace in the name of Jesus receive grace God has power to overturn that is when it comes to demonic incantation schemes plots of darkness councils of darkness weapons of darkness it is the same power that is the Bible the Bible highlights in Isaiah 54 it says I it says that I have created the blacksmith to blow coals upon the fire to manufacture a weapon for its use and I've also created a ravager to destroy but no weapon fashion against you shall prosper and every tongue that rises against you in judgment you will condemn overturn says this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their vindication may God vindicate you may God deliver you may God rescue you from every the hand of every wicked man every wicked woman every strong man every strong woman in your family at your workplace every evildoer the workers of iniquity who bend their tongues like bows to shoot up bitter words to 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 frame up mischief against the righteous and watch the steps of the righteous so that perchance peradventure they may they may they may what they may intercept their steps and cause them to slip and to fall may God deliver you from their hands in the name of Jesus the next one second Timothy 3 verse 15 second Timothy chapter 3 verse 15 God has power to make wise God bless all of us who are giving gifts to, to the platform amen if you want to sow into the ministry you want to bless the ministry from all that you have listened to you have been blessed you want to sow into the atmosphere sow into the word or support the ministry you can just pick that contact and then bless the ministry even as the spirit of god leads you amen second timothy chapter 3 verse 15. the bible says and from and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in christ jesus god is able to make you wise is he does that through encounters with the spirit and encounters with the word proverbs chapter 3 the verses 1 proverbs chapter 3 Proverbs chapter 3, verse 1. 
verse 2 and then Proverbs chapter 3 verse 13 My son, forget not my law. That is the word of God. It's the same thing. Timothy was being admonished on. But let thine heart keep my commandments. The statues, remember that I told us that the word of God is manifested in many dimensions. When we look at we are looking at what substantiates faith. If you've forgotten, please you can go back to listen. I think that was part part, uh, part four. Part four, what substantiates our faith? We looked at five key markers and we said that we said that let me just touch on that. We said that one of the things that substantiate our faith is that the root of faith should be traceable to God's word. And we are talking about God's word, we are talking about the precepts, the testimonies, the abilities, promises, vision, instructions of God's word his law his commandments my son forget not my law but let thine heart keep my commandments for length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding if you read Proverbs chapter 2 verse 10 Proverbs chapter 2 verse 10 the Bible talks again about the entrance of wisdom through knowledge the knowledge of wisdom the knowledge of wisdom hallelujah I want to move to the last part so that we can end when wisdom entered into thine heart and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul if you read the preceding verse you come to a certain understanding it says that you understand righteousness and judgment and equity and every good path how would you understand it when wisdom entered into thine heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul and how will wisdom be able to enter he says that for the lord giveth wisdom proverbs chapter 2 verse 6 the lord himself giveth wisdom out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding himself gives wisdom out of his mouth the word of God 
counts knowledge and understanding. Let's look at the next dimension of God's power from which we can exercise our faith to tap the ability for restoration or to benefit for his, his remediation mechanism called restoration, divine restoration. Joel chapter 2 verse 25. Joel chapter 2 verse 25. Hosea 6, verse 1 and 2. Psalms 1, 1, 3, verse 9. Joel 2, 25. God has power to restore. It doesn't matter what you have lost in the past. It doesn't matter what the enemy took away from you. God has power to restore. Hosea 6, verse 1 says that, Come, I also made mention of Joel 2, 25. And then Psalms 113 verse 9. Psalms number 113 verse 9. Come and let us return unto the Lord, for he has done and he will heal. That is restoration there. He has met him and he will bind us up. Restoration. After two days, he will revive us. In the third day, he will raise us up and we shall live in his sight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Joel 2.25 says that I will restore. This is God speaking. He says, I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten. See, God is a restorer. He has power to restore. But we cannot know this dimension of his power, this dimension of his love, his, his, his workings or abilities until we release our faith to tap into like the woman with the issue of blood. Like the Roman centurion like Mary and Martha. Like the, 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 the layman at the, the, the gate of the temple called Beautiful. Like blind Bartimaeus. Until we exercise. The exercise or the release of our faith is so important to God. So that it is like until we release our faith, God is not able to do anything. Sometimes Jesus would, would meet, you meet somebody like blind, blind Bartimaeus and ask him, what do you want? What do you want me to do for you? It's not that God is ignorant of your plight. He is seeking for your extended hand of partnership through faith. And many a times when people have exercised their faces, go thy way. Your faith has made you whole. Your faith, not my prayers. So Jesus didn't say, my prayers have made you whole. My anointing or my power, my office or my essential glory, official glory or acquired glory, none of these have made you whole. But your faith has made thee whole. Thy faith. It takes faith, 1 Corinthians 2, 5, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. That is what we are looking at, how to appropriate our faith to access power for victorious Christian living, how to appropriate the mystery of faith. We've already dealt with that. Those who just joined us, you've missed, this is the seventh in the series. We have done six part of the series already. So you want to take a look 
are the previous ones by clicking on the icon burning ones look below below the dashboard you're going to find all the series and then you want to what listen from the part one all the way to part seven amen to grasp a full picture hallelujah praise jesus god is able to restore he's able to restore wasted time wasted years god is able to restore time he's able to restore health god restores strength god restores health god is able to restore lost money the story of saul and his missing father's donkey in the course of god restoring that donkey saul also found a crown for his head and a throne for his feet God is a restorer. God is able to restore lost years, lost time, lost glory. And when he is restoring, he oftentimes compresses so many blessings that should have taken you years into months. His restoration ability. So oftentimes the blessings of restoration come in exceeding proportions. It comes with recompense. If you want to understand the mystery of restoration, I think it's one of our earliest teachings. We have done that. The power of restoration, we did that. The principles and all of that. What principles to engage, to experience divine restoration in any area of our life. It is one of the earliest messages we, we ever, um, I think, taught or preached on. Amen exceeding proportions when it's restoring years now become compressed into months months become compressed into weeks weeks become compressed even into days matter of fact even into hours because he's able he's faithful he's not only able he's faithful if we release our faith and partner with him psalm 113 verse 9 did i read that scripture if i'm not ready let me just quickly visit it he says he make the barren oh my god fruitfulness he restores barren lands and makes them as Eden the garden of the Lord the same way a barren womb is able to keep house a barren woman is able to keep house a barren womb is able to carry the fruit of the womb a baby and to be a joyful mother of children praise ye the Lord praise ye the Lord this God, He is wonderful. Hallelujah. The last dimension of His power, and then we pray. God has power to create out of nothing. In fact, when I was writing this, this thing struck me. When I was it, it just struck me. God has power to create out of nothing and form out of anything. God has power to create out of nothing and to form out of anything. To form something out of nothing and anything Hebrews 11 verse 3 Bible says that by faith you understand that the world were framed by the word of God so that things that be Hebrews 11 3 so if God is able to work with something in fact he's able to create something out of nothing then your situation where you even have something to rely on is too big for God to work with. 
you are looking for your second born, a third born. Even though you have a first born and you think it's too hard for the Lord, you already have a first born. That should tell you that it, it, is, it is even far easier for God to do it. Because people who didn't even have first borns, they, 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 they gave birth. There are people who were without womb. I know somebody like that. Who was without a womb who delivered a baby to the surprise of a doctor, the surprise of a husband, the surprise of a family members. So you having a womb is too much for God to work with. He is able to create something, anything out of nothing. So if he has something to work with, it is even excess, it's too much. You have a pen, you have memory, and you think you can fail an exam? No. You have a university degree, even though it is a pass, and you are thinking, can God make, make something, cook something out of my life with this? No, you have too much in your hands, because he picked people. The poor, the needy, out of the miry clay, the dungeon, with no certificate, SHS, high school diplomas, and he makes them sit among princes. How much more you, with a university degree, that is a first class, or second class, upper or lower, or a pass. You are in a comfortable position, only if you engage your faith. God is too faithful to fail you. God is too faithful to fail you. He is too faithful to fail you. His word is infallible. His character doesn't change. His counsels are immutable. And his truth from everlasting to everlasting. That your faith should not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Isaiah 43 verse 1 and 2, Isaiah 45 verse 7 and 18, Amos 4 13. Let me just mention it this, this way so that it goes fast. Isaiah 43 verse 1 and 2, Minister David. Isaiah 43 verse 1 and verse 1 and 7. Isaiah 43 verse 1 and 7. Minister David. Minister Winning. Isaiah 45 verse 7 and 18. Minister Redeemed. Amos 4.13. Minister Aben. Jeremiah 51 verse 15. That's our last scripture. Then we are out of here. Amen. We have not done. This is just. The entire series is just an introduction to faith. Bible says in Isaiah 43, it says, But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, I have redeemed thee. You see, the enemy of faith is fear, doubt, unbelief. One of the enemies of faith is here. God wants to move, but one enemy has shown up in the life of the one that God is trying to lift up and to do to to to, to um, release his power in and an enemy to the power of god has shown up in the life of one person whom god wanted to show the excellency of his power and that enemy was fear he says fear not take it away remove that fear for i have redeemed thee i have called thee by name 
thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee, and through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. He says, Even everyone that is called by my everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory. I have formed him, yea, I have made him. Amos 4 13 says, For lo, he that formed the mountains and created the wind out of what? I want you to answer. The answer to that should release your faith. He formed the mountain out of what? And he created the wind out of what? And declared unto man what is in his thought. How? That maketh the morning darkness and treaded upon the high place of the earth. The Lord, the God of hosts, is his name. This man is terrible. Sorry to use the word man for lack of a better word to describe who he is. His being, this deity, this supreme entity, Elohim, is, is dangerous. He is powerful. Hallelujah. In Isaiah 45, verse 7, it says, I form light and I create darkness. I make peace and I create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. For that's the Lord that created the heavens. God himself that formed the earth and made it. He had established it. He created it in vain. He, he created it not in vain. He formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord and there is none aside me. Then Jeremiah 51, verse 15 says, He had made the earth by his power. He had established the world by his wisdom. And has stretched out the heaven by his understanding. What a God. What a God, what a God, what a God, beloved. Hallelujah, beloved. The reason why we have shared all these things, and I, as I bring our teaching and the series to a close, is that there must be a connection between God's ability and man's reality. There must be a connection between God's ability, His power, the manifold, multifaceted dimensions of God's power that we just looked at his power to restore to create his power to give life and to take life his power to anoint appoint announce and secure in fact all the money for his power to uh, to meet and exceed expectations all these manifold dimensions of God's power there must be a connection between God's power or ability and man's reality your reality there must be a connection between the documented stories of the word and the manifestation of God's glories in our world. There must be a connection. That is why the title of the series is The Power of Faith to Access, to access Power or The Mystery of Faith. Sorry, The Mystery of Faith to Access Power for Victorious Christian Living. The mystery. We have unraveled the mystery. God has unveiled it to us. And we have seen the manifold dimensions of the power of God. And we are understanding that we are supposed to locate the nexus, the connection between God's reality and our, our re, God's ability and our reality. And this is it, our faith. There must be a connection between the documented stories of the word and the manifestation of God's glories in our world. The words that the Holy Spirit gave me. Hallelujah. So now that you have gotten this revelation, I want to tell you something. Beloved, take this home. Without action, revelation is important. 
with all that you have heard in this series revelations upon revelations without action revelation is important so what are what are you doing having seen the things shown you the things that have been shown you out of the scriptures what are you doing having seen these things with your heart and having heard the things that you have heard with your ears hallelujah remember that it takes belief and steps of faith to see a performance Bible says that blessed is he who believes these things for there shall be a performance the words of the angel to Mary so knowledge without proof is fake faith without works is fake fake faith without works is fake knowledge without proof is fake the Spirit of the Lord come upon you hallelujah so what you know should change you bishop edible says if what you know is not changing you then it is not worth knowing if what you know is not changing you then it's not worth knowing beloved we have just a minute to the end of the podcast it in fact it is ending in a few seconds lift your voice thank god give glory to god bless his name for this wonderful teachings in the name of jesus father we thank you we lift you high we give you glory the podcast is ending in 10 seconds may god keep you cause his face to shine upon you lift up his countenance upon you and be gracious unto you in the name of jesus follow us if you haven't followed us till we meet again shalom people of god god richly bless you bye 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 bye